Happy birthday. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> and welcome back to the Her Life Blogcast. I'm your host, Rachel Malik, and I don't know about you, but somebody in our group is feeling 22. That was so good, Rachel. I had no clue what you were going there. For. Oh, but, oh, wow. That was a great transition right there. That really was good. Hannah LaGerfo, 22nd birthday special. Hannah, how do you feel? So great. I feel 22, you know, whatever. <laughs> we hope it's this song year. is on a repeat all weekend long, all year long. It's your Taylor Swift birthday. Of course, it shall be. And the Red Album in fall. Like, it's all just coming together. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm happy to celebrate <laughs> this episode. I'm so excited. No, it's funny because I remember when we, when Emma turned 22 in school and that was a good time. This is like weird that like now I'm the last to turn 22. So it's like, whoa, where did the time go? I feel like you're 22, Hannah. I feel like you're older. Yeah, much, much older. You have an old soul, baby. Old soul in a good way, in a great way. Absolutely. I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> okay, should we go into some reflections of the week? Yeah, let's hit it. Hannah, birthday girl. You can go first. What are you happy about? My birthday. It's a fun time. You know, I really actually really do love my birth date of November 14th. To me, it sounds pretty and like it's an even number. And it's like right in between like Halloween and Thanksgiving and before the fun stuff happens. And it's exciting that I'll be home to celebrate because it's cool. It's like Sometimes we just float it to Thanksgiving. Like, we'll come, they'll come in for dinner or whatnot, but it, it's nice to be home to, to really celebrate, be with the fam again. Sad, though, because it is on a Saturday this year, and I feel like that's kind of a waste because we won't be able to go out to celebrate. Yeah, so just happy to celebrate me. <laughs> we love it. Something to look forward to, absolutely. Exactly. Oh. Emma, how about you? <laughs> what are you happy about, sister? I'm happy about Hulu. Oh. I didn't realize there's just so much gold in there. Like there's so many past television shows specifically, I would say. Like I feel like Hulu's not really the movie scene. It's more like the television. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, man, the past is here. <laughs> okay. The past Do you have any standout pro- programs that you want to shine a light on or will we get it's, to it? Or- sure. The kids baking chip in chip. <laughs> I can't lie. Like, that is a, a strong program, top to bottom. Yes. And I just I just can't wait to watch all the seasons. Yeah. The entertainment, with Duff and Valerie. Is, yeah. I mean, the entertainment value of that show is second to none. It's, it's so much fun. The stress that these little children just have bottled <laughs> up inside. And to hear them talk, it's just, it's really a phenomenal thing. It's always something I'm like, oh, we're watching this. And then, like, a second in, you're like, I'm hooked. Who's the winner? <laughs> Also, shout out the Mindy Project, though. Like, you got to watch the Mindy Project. Oh, There's okay. no show that I love more. Okay. Anyway, you. okay. I'm happy. I have, like, a bit of a... Okay. It, I'm happy about it, but also I have a first world problem that I recognize as a very, like, oh, your life is so hard problem to have, but it has to do with my happy. I also didn't... Like, I'm thinking of this on the fly because I forgot to fill this out. Okay. <laughs> I got a manicure today. It's an, I just did a French with a green. It kind of looks more Christmassy than I wanted. It doesn't matter. The point is, like, I'm happy. It's always good to have a fresh set. Like, I feel good. 
But I arrive at my nail salon and I always get the same guy. Like we text, I'm like, hey, Tony, can I come in tomorrow at three? He's like, yeah, sure, Rach, sure. Go ahead. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go in, I was a little late because I'm who I am. So it's like 3.05, I walk in, Tony's still working on the girl before me. So I was like, sweet, I have time to pick out my color, like I can show. So I'm sitting at like a couple stations over, socially distanced, everything's great picking out my color. They take your temperature when you walk in the door, you wash your hands. I don't know if you guys have been to the nail salon. I love the nail salon. Everything's very safe. It's the safest place I've been post-COVID. It's true, yeah. i about that. But so I'm sitting there picking out my color, whatever. And then I look over, Tony's finishing up this girl. So she's, <laughs> she's finishing her up. She takes her nails out of the UV light. She looks at them and goes, ah, can we switch the color? And I looked at Tony and Tony looked at me and I was like, you're not going to do it, are you? But of course, the mask <laughs> was covering up those mouthed words that I said, so he couldn't hear me. And he did it. He takes out his little file thing and files off every single nail, undoes them, soaks them, takes off her entire manicure and starts from scratch. Oh my gosh. That's not like after the UV light. That's like when he does the first nail. That's what I'm saying. Why would you realize that you didn't like the color to, from the get-go? <laughs> Do you know how many times I have left the nail salon crying because my nails were so ugly, but you you can't ask to redo them. Like, you just suck it up. It's called learning, and it's called becoming stronger, having a thicker skin. You need to learn to live with a shitty manicure every now and again. I'm sorry. This girl sucks. That is so rude of you. She should yeah. pay extra now. Yeah, Here's what I think should have went down. She, he, Tony should have been like, sure, yeah, I'll redo them, but you got to wait for after Rachel. Like, she is a regular. We text. Like, I bet Tony's not texting this girl. If Tony's texting this girl after And the maybe week. she would have gotten, like, used to it, you know? Right. Yeah. He should have made her sit with it because this girl. So I'm mad about it. I'm happy about it, but I'm mad about it. So what part are you happy about? I'm happy that I went and got a new manicure, and it, it, it turned out nice. Like, I didn't, this wasn't one of the times that I left crying, because I do that a lot. Like, I mean, you guys know, like, I just, I always hate my nails, but this time I like them, so I'm happy about it. Maybe that's the key, just wait for the entire length of a the manicure, then, like, really decide what you want. <laughs> like, if this girl got to, had to wait before hers, she would have thought about it more critically. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> so but I'm, I'm super happy about it, so that's my... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm happy sorry. for about Hannah's birthday, ultimately. <laughs> That's my happy. Okay, shoot, let's move on, for the love of God. What are we excited about, <laughs> Hannah? What are you excited about? Um, the Mandalorian is back. What, what um, is that? Okay, so it's like an offshoot of Star Wars. The Boba Fett of Star Wars, he's a Mandalorian, so like this is about like his people, if you will, and like mm -hmm. one guy in particular. And you've all seen, like, the Baby Yoda memes. Like, he's helping find the baby. Well, it's called the child, but, like, everyone calls it Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> but it's, he's trying to help it find its home. Like, that's, like, his task now. So, like, this new season, he's, like, going all over to try to find its home. And, like, this new character is Rosario Dawson. That's so hard to say. I'm pretty sure he's going to be on it. So I'm really excited. Yeah. And I can't wait. The what ne network is it on? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Oh, duh. <laughs> I feel like Star Wars is something where our Venn diagrams of our friendships just don't happen to overlap. But I think it's something that you can be, you are the her affiliate per correspondent when it comes to Star Wars stuff. I'm just excited to see the show and get back into like fun 
show watching because I feel, you know, like fall, like a lot of new, like your shows come back and some are and some aren't. So it's like, I'm really happy that The Mandalorian's coming back. And because I don't know if Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or like this other Jack Ryan show is coming back. Like, I don't think so. I haven't so, heard anything. Yeah. So I think, and so I'm really happy that this one is still coming back because I was yeah. really nervous, like back in the height of the pandemic, but it wasn't. So yay, we're yeah, good. We're <laughs> excited. That's a good one, Hannah. Okay, girl. Emma? Going along with television, man, like, today's just the episode it's a big of TV, day, yeah. the start of The Real Housewives of Orange County, the new season, looks crazy. <laughs> I know, I know, Rachel and right. Hannah, no, that I, Orange County is not your favorite. It's fine. But I think they're hysterical. Yeah. Are you guys going to watch The Real Housewives of, was it Salt Lake? Yes, that looks great. That looks great. We're in the premiere week now. It premiered last week, the 11th of November. So we are, so I think it's going to be a really, really good franchise. People are hyped. We are, we want content because the only housewives on right now are Orange County. I'm sorry. And Emma, I am not the only one who thinks that this, like, this is probably one of the very last seasons of, it's over. Orange County doesn't I mean, have the you're so right. The OGs aren't there. I get that. The OGs aren't there. And it's just like, it's so played out. Like, nobody is at the level of glamour that we now expect from it. Like, I don't watch to see normal people like me renting condos. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't need that. I want to see somebody's mansion and their famous children, like, <laughs> attending galas. That's what I come for. Why? You know what I mean? I am not the only one. But here's my thing. Bravo wouldn't be what Bravo is without Orange County. That was the first franchise. I credit where credit is due. They started it all. But life is an evolution. We need to make room for new talent to rise. And I'm sorry, but those women just aren't it. <laughs> it's just how Rest I feel. No, but I think we can come together on Salt Lake City. I encourage you both. Let's all watch. So that could maybe, like, I think we can all really get behind it. And we're starting from the beginning, starting together. We can always look back. We all remember the pandemic. We started Salt Lake City, and now it's years later. And, like, we moved to Salt Lake City. I don't know. Here are the Salt Lake City. Lock it in. Okay. Just text me when it's on, and then I'll I'll watch it. Also, um, real quick, Below Deck is coming back. Excited. But I'm not excited about that bosun. Eddie? I know. I I don't like Eddie at all. I hope he has a glow up. I hope we get a Joao kind of evolution from Eddie. That's that's what I mean. Like, I was, like, so surprised when he was, because I was like, who's coming back? And it was, like, him. I was like, he's He's the only returner, right? I think so. And I'm like, he's not handsome. Like, there better be (laughs) handsome people on this this crew. I scrolled through the headshots. I scrolled through the headshots, and I was impressed. Like, I think okay. there are some, some guys to work with. I don't know why we are like, why isn't Bobby on the show? Like, I need Bobby to come back. <laughs> I feel like the pandemic will end. Like, there will be no unrest in the world once Bobby is back on Below Deck. Just show us his abs already. Know, just take your shirt off. <laughs> like, I just, I'm so into Bobby. Oh, my God. But I'm curious to see how this Eddie thing will happen. Who he's going to sleep with. Is he still with the girlfriend? Is he still going to sleep with people anyway and then get mad at them? Like, what a mess. I just rewatched the Rocky season. It's oh, my mess. God. It's that one's, mess. like, always on, too. And it's always the same episodes I've watched where she's, like, talking like this. Like, who are you talking to, Rocky? She, like, 
moment like I hope Rocky's doing well like I genuinely think of her sometimes and like almost in the same like vein as Britney Spears like I, I just want her to be doing better than she do you know what I mean I just want the best for both of them because they've really been through it and we've watched it happen <laughs> it's sad yeah. how do we get there Orange County I'm excited for you though Emma like if this is your avenue into Bravo I'm happy to welcome you I'm just sorry that I can't meet you there as much as I wish it maybe I could Okay. Salt Lake City. I'm excited because I am, I have like re-entered the job search kind of, I'm kind of all over the place in terms of what I want to do with my future, but I think, aren't we all, you know what I mean? So whatever, I'm on the job hunt once again, looking for new, whatever, it doesn't matter, but I was doing some applications and I had an interesting application question that I want to share with the group because I think it just is pretty much like what we do on the show. It's crazy. And it leads us right into our realizations, which is why it's a good segue. So the question is, tell us about a realization in your life that sparked a period of personal growth and a new understanding of yourself and others. Tell it in 500 words or less. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Funny you should ask because I do this podcast, blogcast, we're branded, and we literally talk about our realizations on a weekly basis. So I have 40 realizations to look back on right now all of which show the passion that I have for the media industry. And it's true. Like, I didn't fluff anything, but I'm just saying, wow. We should all be reflecting. Realizations should just encourage... You should put in, like, a little audio clip. To the application? <laughs> yeah, like a supporting document. You would well, stand I thought out. about doing just that. But I would have... I don't know how to get a link to it unless I publish it. And I was like, does everyone need to know that I'm, like, begging for this job? You know what I mean? I didn't really know how to get a link. I guess I could have just downloaded it. I submitted it. So, I mean, maybe next oh. year. <laughs> Keep you posted. I just thought that was, like, such a nice thing. Like, I don't know. I just think we... Obviously, we love to reflect. And here's what I'm trying to say. It was cool to have someone else other than me ask myself what I've realized lately. You know what I mean? Because it's like... There's a reason I keep thinking about my realizations, but now it's like, oh, yeah, some other people want to know, too. <laughs> it was an exciting little realization. Haha, <laughs> two and one. And I feel it's different than most job applications, what they ask, so that's, that's exciting. Point. Yeah. And also, like, I'm not going to lie, I kind of love to write a cover letter, because it's just really, you just brag about yourself. I love to write essays. Like, I really do. Like, I enjoy writing essays, and when I can talk about me... <laughs> just kind of a thing I like to do doesn't mean I'm good at it it just means that the process for me is like hey I'm pretty freaking great like I'm writing this cover letter I was like hell yeah I'd hire me like I really just have like a delusional level of self-confidence but maybe that's what that's the magic I don't know there you go stay tuned but um yeah I'm I'm excited about the future regardless you know (laughs) okay with that let's transition into our realizations of the week mine's pretty simple I don't know if I've said it before but lately because I just started wearing jeans again for the first time how much like an outfit can really just like make you feel good boost your productivity for the day I've been wearing jeans for this past week and let me tell you I just feel more focused and like a human being as opposed to just wearing the same like cycle of workout clothes for all of my life that I've been wearing for like the past couple months so yeah, it really makes me feel good. And uh, I think I might start just like wearing like my shoes too, like complete the ensemble in the house. They're clean. Like my, we don't really like shoes on in the house, but like they're clean from like when I moved back in. 
So I think I might just wear like a booty, like a power boot, every, like sometime soon, and just like strut around my house. <laughs> no, that's I, I really Burgess. appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. that's what it's Kevin a, Burgess said about like working from home. He said like put on a whole different outfit, and I've done the same thing, Hannah. I was like, I have to wear jeans now. Well, also like on the flip side of that, if I'm wearing like workout clothes, it's like I'm trying to motivate myself at some point in the day to work out. So, like that's part of a th- part of a thing, but. Um, like if I'm just like in those relaxing clothes, I'm just like, oh, the couch, like I just melt. And so, but like, if I'm sitting on the couch in jeans, I'm like, okay, no, we're doing things or like, I'll, I'll sit at the counter and like do work. So yeah, it really just makes me feel good. And I'm like, and I did like my makeup the other day and I was just like, oh, like world see me, even though I wasn't going anywhere, <laughs> but I felt great. So that was awesome. I saw a meme the other day on Instagram or something. I think Laurel sent it to me and it was like, I walked, like, I did my makeup for the first time in however long and walked by the mirror and literally was like, who is that girl? Like, didn't recognize <laughs> myself and was so, like, into how good I looked because I haven't done my makeup. And I feel that, like, when you put on a full I feel like that. for a long time. Genuinely forgot, like, how, I was like, oh, like, look at this eyes. I was like, oh, I love this. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Sure. <laughs> Hannah, what? I love it. 22-year-old <laughs> Hannah doesn't play. <laughs> Emma? So my work had a little webinar. They're doing kind of like wellness webinars for everybody, which I think is really great. So this one was on resilience and they basically bring in like a psychologist and everything or like a mental health counselor, which is really great too. So she was basically asking us questions on how like work and life and how they mesh together. So like an essential question she asked us was, how does your work contribute to the bigger picture? So I thought that was very interesting. And I think it's really important, especially as we go into the workforce, to just realize that question again and make sure that you're doing it for yourself and like for what your worldly views are, et cetera, and like your values and like don't forget that messaging rather than trying to just go into a job to like just go into a job, you know? It has to bring you purpose. It's the wheel of life. It's work and purpose. Mm. Like this is becoming the new mantra of the show and rightfully so. I think it's so, it's just good to reframe it that way, I think. And if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So, wow, girls, what a round of reflections. This really, we had a lot to get through. <laughs> so thank you for, for sharing and reflecting with us. It's so important. Let's transition to the true star of the show, Swoon of the Week. Hannah, kick us off. Kick us off. I just got to say it, Josh Demel, of course, he shall always, <laughs> always is a swoon in my mind. Birthday twins, happy birthday, Josh. Happy birthday, I hope you have Josh. a great day. <laughs> we love you. Um, if you want to come on the show, please come. It's a great time if you haven't figured out. But yeah, so happy birthday to us. Um, hopefully we'll have a joint celebration soon. He's just a hot guy and like, awesome. He's, he's a man, you know? I wrote, I wrote boy. I was going to say, like, I love my boy, Josh. And then I was like, excuse me, he's a man. (laughs) And then I also put Sean Mendez, but I like was very hesitant to say that because he's, I acknowledge that he's handsome, but for some reason there's like something, (laughs) I just was like, I'm not like crazy about him, but like his song wonder has really got me like captivated. His long hair now? What it is. And like, See, like, I don't think he, like, his face looks that attractive in the video, but, like, his, like, muscles and, like, the, like, white tank top that he's wearing in the music video, I don't know. Something about it, it just, like, it's like, oh, it's handsome. 
I saw a thing recently about Sean Mendes. I think an interview he did about his upcoming album. He said something. He didn't say something to the effect. He said every song he has ever written has been about Camila Cabello, which makes me want to puke because I don't think that their relationship is true. Do you? You've said this from the beginning. I don't know, Rachel. Is she, she's been like, or he's been living with her for the yeah, last. Yeah, in quarantine, I saw like on quarantine. I think maybe here's what happened. Like, it's literally a rom-com in real life where they started as a publicity thing. Their publicists were like, you have to pretend to be dating. They literally, like, they are the couple notorious for, like, calling the paparazzi when they go to McDonald's so that they'll <laughs> get the shot of them making out in the McDonald's parking lot. No celebrities are making out in McDonald's parking lot. No regular people are making out McDonald's parking lots. Listen, you don't know that. Someone, the chicken McNuggets might get to them. No, Emma, it's not a thing that happens. So, like, it started <laughs> off as a publicity stunt. There, you cannot change my mind. I think, I think that's a fact at this point. But I'm curious about the point at which they actually fell in love, like, against the odds. That's what I'm curious about. No, I'm thinking, like, the first thought that came to my mind was, like, Hallmark. Like, they do stuff like that or, like... Yeah, any rom-com where it's, like, they, they're, like, co-stars, and they don't necessarily hate each other, but they're, like, eh, like, really? I guess I'll do it, and then, then they're, like, oh, actually. Exactly, like, there's one night, you. and there's yeah. one too many glasses of wine, and something, one thing leads to another, and then and like, it's, like, they're freaking in love, so when did that happen for Sean and Camila, and when they get married, like, are they the couple? Is that what we are to aspire to? I, okay, I, I also did not know that Camila was 23. Like, for, in my mind, I thought she was way older. So, I don't know why I, I don't know, I don't have an opinion about her age. Because he's young, right? Like, he's younger. Yeah, than he's her. like, he's 22, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I did some research. I was like, wait. Yeah, no, he's young. Because he started on Vine. Think about it. He was like a 12-year-old on Vine when we were on Vine. Wow. Like, things have really changed. I'm happy for him. I wish him nothing but success. I wish he didn't get the tattoos on his hands because I think they're lame. But it's not my body. I mean, Sean, he is one of the hottest 22-year-olds we could call mine to right now. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Okay, Emma, hit me me with your face. Just from Gilmore Girls. I started rewatching the second season because I only really rewatched the second season, to be quite honest, because he's in it. But they just mesh so well together. And it's not really I'm swooning for him, but I think I'm just swooning for their relationship because he, she believes in him so much. I'm just like, oh, wow. I agree. I think Jess is the ultimate swoon in that he's like the bad guy gone good who reads books and he's so mysterious and he wears a leather jacket every day no matter how hot it is. And that is what swoons are made of. Do you know what I mean? There are few who top him in hotness. But my question to you now, do you think he has aged well? No. No, no. Okay. See, that's okay. why I said I didn't mention it. I didn't mention. Sorry to bring it up. No, okay. I'm curious because some people still are like he's still the hottest guy with the stash and the this is us kind of Jack father figure, but we're not into. No. It. no. Okay, so I just looked up who Jess because I don't I haven't oh. watched Gilmore Girls, so I just now see that it's Milo, and I have to disagree. I think he's still so okay. hot. Okay. I'll add it to my list. You have, you I would love it. Like it. You would. That's the one with um. It's like the mom and the daughter, right? You Lauren would. Graham, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll add it. 
Oh, I'm curious. I'm so happy for you to watch because, like, that's one of the. It's the most wholesome, heartwarming yeah. thing you can consume. Like, mm-hmm. it is so just. It feels like a hug. I know that sounds so late, but like, literally watching no. it feels like a hug. That's nice because I'll need that after the show. I'm watching now. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> do you want to Do you want to talk, talk about it? I'll wait till the content. We'll get to it. Okay, because I'm like, but that's an intriguing statement you just made. Okay. <laughs> No, but we yeah. love Jess. He, he's he's my favorite of the Gilmore guys. I would. It's hard to argue against him. I think there's an argument to be made for Logan, but that's for another episode once Hannah watches. Okay. My swoon this week oh, God. is Dermot Mulroney, specifically oh. from My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh. <laughs> Hannah, you should watch that movie too. Yeah, I actually have to watch that. He, in that movie, I just think he was, it it was cast so perfectly. He is the epitome of a rom-com lead. Like the, he's, again, we talked about this before, where it's like hot, but also cute and charming and handsome. Like he's all of it, specifically in this role. Like I'm so into it. I, do I like that his name is Dermot? No. (laughs) I, I can't imagine a scenario where I'm in love with a guy and I have to be like, I love you, Dermot. But I mean, I don't. It must. There's some reason to the name. I feel this. I feel similarly about Dirks. Like we talked about this in terms of Dirks family. Like imagine having a baby and naming it Dirks. <laughs> but to each his own. I mean, I'm assuming there's meaning and whatever. And like it's your kid. I want to name my kid Linen. So like I can't really judge anybody. But Dermot Mulroney's super hot. And I was thinking like, oh, that was his prime. He's so hot. But I I did some research because I live for this show and our show I mean and so I was really doing some research on Dermot Dermot Mulroney and he's a hot old guy like he could definitely be on next year's Father's Day special I don't know if he is a father I think he's so hot now like he's a striking looking old man a little cut on his lip say that (sighs) like I can't even it makes me feel away and also I'm gonna put him up there with Dennis Quaid oh wow I'm gonna put him at that level Big levels. Wow. Yeah. Dermot Mulroney is my swoon. My best friend's wedding. Also, sidebar yeah. about that film, like, what a refreshing rom-com, you know? Like, it, it's not the ending you'd expect, Hannah. I don't want to ruin it. I just thought it was n- a nice watch because it's not what you expect. I think it's more realistic. It's good to just know that you can... I don't want to say anymore because I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. X, moving on. Okay. <laughs> Great round of swoons. Hannah, I'm dying to hear about your content catch-up since it's okay. really terrifying. So, yeah. So, I'll go... First, I'll say my I've been listening to, obviously, Wonder by Shawn Mendes, which I've recently mentioned. Coincidentally, I had no idea that this is, like, happening at all. But I'm watching the show The 100 on Netflix. No. So, basically, like, there is, like, nuclear devastation on Earth. So, the surviving people, like, were in the spaceship on Earth. Oh, no. <laughs> They weren't on Earth. Spaceship floating above Earth, and it, it said it would take 200 years or something for the Earth to go back to normal from radiation. But they were running out of air, so they send like the 100 juvenile delinquents down to see if Earth is survivable. Oh my God. Um, it is, and there's like other people that are living on the ground, and I don't know. It's just like <laughs> ruthless. So it's like the, like there's a lot of like blood and shed and gore and like they don't they don't hesitate to like kill each other on the show and it's like you gotta keep in mind too like the, the characters are supposed to be like teenagers and it's like the teenagers are doing like the leading of like 
the they call them the sky people that came from the like spaceship that crash landed to like the grounders who like lived on the ground and so it's just like (laughs) like i'm on season three and it's like kind of becoming like game of thrones s because it's very like they go towards like this like clans and like they fight and they're wearing like this like you know drabby like weird clothing and there's like a sci-fi aspect to it because now there's like this technology but anyway on one of the episodes Sean Mendes was actually on it and he was like singing and I was just like shut up like no way like I this my world is colliding like this is so weird that is wild yes he's like popping up everywhere now that's just like yeah. shocking to me I thought you were gonna be like oh it was featured on the soundtrack and like did that kid but like whoa no, he was, like, literally on the show, and they were, like, yeah, sing us a song. Like, you can have this trinket if you sing for us. And so, like, he goes over to the piano, and he's, like, starts singing. And then, like, <laughs> I'm, like, holy God, like, it's Sean Mendes. It's actually insane. I know. I was, like, wow. whoa. Yeah. The same publicist who told him to make out with Camila in the McDonald's parking lot was, like, hey, just take <laughs> this 100 gig. Like, it'll be worth it in the end. <laughs> One day. Someone. The media coverage you'll get from this is so good. <laughs> so yeah (laughs) wow great picks Hannah I'm like so intrigued thank you okay Em what about you I have been watching a spooky show (laughs) it's the haunting of Bly Manor and oh it's It's, so spooky I heard it was like saw that it was like so scary one of the scary shows on Netflix that like people haven't been able to sleep is that uh, true? Yeah, no, I accidentally watched it before I was going to bed and I was like, ooh, spooky dreams coming out, spooky <laughs> dreams. And I'm like, I need, like, ah, like, it's so yeah. scary. But there's a romantic element in it. I ha- I'm going to watch an episode tonight, I think. Just living on the <laughs> it's edge. Spooky. There's a lot of pop outs and a lot of Ugh. anticipation. So it's <laughs> nice. Um, okay, next um, <laughs> would be. <laughs> the music video slash song of Harry Styles, Golden. I watched it. Okay. Or thoughts? I want to hear your thoughts first. I was, I'm kind of sad about it. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I, I didn't get a sad. I was just kind of like, what struck me the most, I think, is the fashion icon that Harry Styles has. Oh, become. yeah. He is unlike oh, yeah. any other figure in our generation, I would say. Like, I think maybe you could look back to other rock icons and things. I don't want to name them because I don't want to sound dumb if I get them. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, I think there's certain performers whose fashion becomes part of the greater sphere. But I think Harry Styles almost takes it to a new level. Like, he chaired the Met Ball a couple years ago. That's major. And we're talking about another young guy. You know what I mean? Like, he, and I think because he started young, things are kind of skewed. Like, he's been around, he's paid his dues. But I just think it's fascinating and interesting how the genuinely cultural figure that he has become. Do I look at Harry Styles and salivate like many young women do? No, it's just, I don't have that reaction, but do I appreciate the cultural phenomenon that he has sparked? Absolutely. It's an interesting, music videos are very interesting to me. And that leads me to my pick, Miley Cyrus and her music video for Midnight Sky. I want to talk about the song and the music video as two entirely separate pieces of content. Let's start with the music. Let's start with the song because that song is a goddamn banger. Okay, like I can't even, 
listen, it's one of those songs I listened to it initially when it first, because I know I'm behind the ape. Like, we are weeks, months probably from the release of this song. Like, this is not a hot take. It's a bit, everybody knows. But it is awakening something in my soul. When I first started, I was like, all right, whatever, Miley's being Miley. Like, okay. But boy, oh boy, is it striking me now. You know what it makes me wish? It makes me wish that Liam Hemsworth would dare break up with me so that I could be like, oh, ho, 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 I don't belong to anyone. And I could like sing the song and drive away real dramatic. That's how it makes me feel. And isn't that a good feeling to just ruminate in? The answer is yes. So thank you, Miley, for giving me that. However, the music video for me is a missed opportunity. The narrative of Midnight Sky is so strong. We just talked about how empowering and inspiring it is. It is a badass kind of anthem about owning your womanhood and living an independent life. But the whole music video is just freaking her and her mullet, which again, <laughs> Miley Cyrus is another cultural icon. You cannot deny it. So she's allowed to do whatever she wants. Everybody is. Everybody's allowed to do what they want. Do I get the mullet? No. Would I do it? No. But again, not my point to say. But like the music video is strange because it's just her singing with like weird backgrounds. We had the yeah. opportunity to tell a real story here. Give us some insight to the breakup. Tell us about Cody Simpson, perhaps. Is that who this song is about? I'm not sure. I could have known if you gave me a narrative in your music video. That's what music videos should be for, right? I guess they're just artistic expressions. My point about this music video rant that I'm now going on is that, and I said this to Emma the other day, I never feel more stupid than when I'm watching a music video that I just don't get. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, somebody spent so much money and time and creative energy producing this three-minute production, and it is going right over my head. More often than not, that's what happens. Yeah, I don't think I actually fully watched the music video through because I thought it was going to be more than it was. Yeah. And so once I saw it, it was just like her like standing around with like a bunch of Chanel on, <laughs> like, her on Chanel like belts or yeah, like belts, right? Chain, yeah. I, yeah, there's like a chain. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, eh, like I don't need to watch like, it. Like, if it becomes so about the fashion, I guess that's enough. Like, that's an art form. Sure, that's cool. But I just, it was lacking something for me. Yeah, I, I would agree. Anyway, that's just my music video rant. The only other thing content-wise that I want to touch on briefly is the voice. Hannah, I feel similarly about how you described the Mandalorian. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I always think yeah. that's like a kind of calendar. Like, I don't know why I think that's like, is this a kind of calculator? Or is it a, like, what is the word I'm thinking of? Like, um, I don't know Man what it's called. Mandolin? I think I a mandolin. Know. I don't forget it. Anyway. But I, I have a similar response to the voice because I'm so glad that it's back. The voice is such a calming thing for me. I just, I can't explain it. I always, it's a great thing to have on in the background. I love to watch the blind auditions in the beginning before it even gets to the live shows the camaraderie among the ho judges. I think I'd love to host, like I'd love to be Carson Daly. I think his job is phenomenal. And also just the inspiration of these young artists and like, they just want to make it so bad. And there's so much talent. It makes me realize how much talent there is in the world, you know? And I just, I'm so glad that more people get to share it with a platform like The Voice. And it makes me feel so inspired and just, it fills me with another kind of joy. I can't even explain it. I'm so glad that The Voice exists. It really just does it for me. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you. We all need something like that. Yeah. Okay. Now, as we mentioned earlier, it is the Hannah birthday special. 
So we are going to do what we now do for birthday specials. And we're going to get into a little bit of astrology, a little horoscope action. So Hannah, I'm about to read your November 2020 horoscope, my Scorpio sister. Are you ready? Hit me. This horoscope is brought to you by InStyle. That's where I copied and pasted it from today. <laughs> okay. Your solar season technically began last month, but your day in the sun is just beginning, Scorpio. Yeah. After a tumultuous Mercury in retrograde, <laughs> again, oh, no. Mercury in retrograde, man, it gets us all, that first accosted your sense of self and then your understanding of the past. Let's, let me reread that because that's, that's a lot right there. <laughs> Very deep. We're talking Maybe. about Mercury being in retrograde and the fact that it accosted Hannah's sense of self and then her understanding of her past. But that's okay because then the messenger planet will end its backspin on the 3rd, November 3rd, election day, and gradually allow the spin cycle that's been your life to wind down. Oh, God. I mean, wow. I feel like this is kind of like, oh, accurate. I mean, the election I mean, cycle, it makes sense, right? Like the greater. I just feel like, you know, lately I've, I have been like, what am I doing with my life um, since being home all the time? So I'm not going to say it's like totally wrong. <laughs> I mean, horoscope is real. We've established this already. Let's continue. So after the third, okay, you're winding down from the backspin. First, you'll be wise to recover in solitude. Wear your jeans in private, Hannah, because listen, you got to do this on your own. Lessons of the past will gel and clarify more easily if you give yourself a chance to think. That's actually kind of interesting, too, because I have been feeling like I've been needing alone time a lot more. Like, I, I was, like, in my room the other day, and I was like, oh, it's, like, so nice and quiet, like, and cozy in here. Like, just spend more time in your office. <laughs> I should come here more often. <laughs> No, I love that. I think it's so good to like have the time to check in with yourself. It's hard because it's like you're not interacting. We talked about this like quarantine wise, pandemic wise, like you're not interacting with as many different people, but the people who are allowed to be in your space, like you're with them all the time. So it's different. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but solitude is good. So that's okay. Yeah. Later on the 10th, uh -huh, we urge you to rejoin the masses. <laughs> Let your presence be known. Get back in touch with your friends. Initiate meetings with coworkers that would benefit from hearing you. And I put this in bold. Trust your voice when you feel it rising in your throat. All right. <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Trust your voice when you feel it rising in your throat, Scorpio. Okay? Like, okay. you're empowered, okay. okay? You don't belong to anyone. Midnight Sky. Get your Chanel belt. Like, feel alive. Okay. You take your actions and words very seriously, Scorpio. And there's nothing wrong with that, Scorpio. But you'd be amazed to see where casual, off-the-cuff talk can get you if you let the conversation flow. So next episode, we won't plan anything. No outline. We're just going to pick up and see what happens. Commitment, Scorpio, means everything to your sign. But... Are you willing to wait for it? Dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> That's all I got. How did we feel? 
seems pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Hannah. How do you pull? Yeah. I pulled a couple different ones. This was the best length one. And that's why I went with it, to be honest, because there are so many different ones. And one of them was like three pages long. It was like, I cannot read that much. Like, I, I, just, I just can't. And then the other yeah. one was just like a sentence that was like, you're going to do fine. And I was like, that's not good. <laughs> well, I'm you are going to do fine. That- but uh, yeah, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> like, You're going to be fine. This is going to be a big period of growth for you, Scorpio. And I'm happy that we get to ride the wave with you. Right on. So Hannah, I think bright things are coming to you this Scorpio season. And I'm happy that that's happening. But to wrap up the episode in the spirit of reflection, which is <laughs> what we know and love here, I wanted to look back on last year when we were just starting out here at the blog and you wrote a post called 21st, one of the last big milestone birthdays. We had sidebar, like the most, the weekend of my life. Like when I think of the top weekend ever, your birthday weekend last year was the top of the top. Like it, you, unparalleled. And then Emma came up for homecoming and then the next day was rumble in the city. It was just so fun. And everything just like seemed to line up because I was turning 21 so I could go to the tent and then just let that like, the vibe happened and it was just like great it was so it really funny. was like a lot of good things just happening at once and like we were all together and your birthday sash mm-hmm. and the maritime boys they were a lot they were a lot but it also was like welcome to 21 baby like you have all these guys just wanting to get up all up in your space with their buzz cuts <laughs> they all it was a fun time maritime. it was still so fun it was so fun and uh yeah it was just i was like finally i just felt so happy to just be 21. <laughs> but a strong birthday weekend. Like, I just can't emphasize it enough. So that's what this post reminded me of, is just that feeling, like, because you wrote this before any of that went down. It was all like, oh, the hopes of my 21st year. And then we hit the ground running with a banger of a weekend. And I just think, what better way to set the tone for that year? <laughs> it was a phenomenal weekend. It was so fun. Yes. I just think the spirit of the weekend is still alive. It's alive in this Zoom room right now. And I just can't wait. I cannot wait for the day that we can celebrate all together. I really can't. Ditto. I have a part from it. Like, do you want to, re- I can read it. Do you want to read it? Um, okay. So 21st, one of the last big milestone birthdays. So this is somewhere in there I wrote, but as scary as the unknown can be, it is exciting as well. While it may seem like a lot is changing, a lot will also remain the same. It's important to know your friends and your family will be there for you no matter what. Sure, friends can move away and family that can for that matter too, but keeping in touch and working on those relationships helps keep the status quo of an ever-changing life. It's easy to get bogged down by our own thoughts and fears, but we have to remember, we are young and now have the full independence it means to really start to enjoy new adventures. And while closing the part of the book on one chapter of our life, it means opening a new one and we should take that and run with it, not run from it. Our life is finally ours for the taking, and while at times can be scary, that scariness makes it even more rewarding when we experience new things and accomplish lifelong goals and dreams. <laughs> yes! Wow! I'm describing this moment right now. It's like scary. <laughs> yes. Like, it was crazy to me rereading that because I was like, what did Hannah this know that we didn't know? <laughs> Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. Ah. I'm all knowing. <laughs> what did you know, Scorpio? <laughs> no, that is really spooky when I read read it now because I was like oh like yes like this is all so true like we don't know what's happening like keeping in touch like it's all so yeah shoot what did I know (laughs) I know but it like 
re-inspires me because, and also I think the cool thing to think about it when we're talking about like chunks of time in a year is who knows where we'll be for your 23rd birthday. Like we literally have like, you know what I mean? Anybody's guess is as good as anyone else's because I have literally no idea, but we can enter this chapter of your life with the same vibe, make the vibe that we can. (laughs) But also another point I wanted to make about the milestone birthday thing. It's like, Yes, there are certain birthdays, like a 21st, that no matter who you are, no matter who you're with, it's all birthday. It's a milestone birthday. But I think what's interesting on an individual level is how you make meaning for each year of your life. You know what I mean? I think this will be a very transformative year in a lot of ways. One, because we're navigating a pandemic, you're going to start a full-time job, maybe move to the city like at some point in this year, probably, right? Like It's just a lot of transitional things are going to happen. So even though it's not like, a 21 year, it's still a milestone year for you, Hannah, in this moment. That's so true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very good point. Yeah. It's just an interesting way to reframe birthdays. Also, go back, read John Mayer's Instagram post about his oh. birthday because he oh. had the most beautiful things to say about how the birthday is the one reminder that we're all in this together. He just, he said it way more beautifully than I ever could. But reflect on that for your 22nd birthday, Hannah, and just enjoy the love that you will receive because you deserve it. You know, I just think you're such a, a joy in so many lives. And I'm just so happy that like, I know you and no matter the pandemic, we're still here. Thank Kick you. It. But I'm just, I just, I don't know. I think we, we really got something special here, girls, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Me too. I freaking love a birthday. Oh. <laughs> Go Scorpio season. Okay. I think that's all we got you guys. If you like what you're listening to, be sure to subscribe um, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate and review if, if you feel so inclined. Find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. Uh, for blog posts, you can go to herbloglife.online. You could revisit Hannah's 21st post from the archives if you want. Uh, for behind the scenes videos, you can go search Rachel Malik on YouTube. Great content. There's going to be a lot of bonus content this week, you guys. A lot of bonus. So check it out if you're interested. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. Birthday girl. I'm Hannah LeGerfo. I'm Emma Spoldy. And I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Blogcast. Bye.